Is this shit even on? It is on. The shit is on, and it's hitting the fan today in so many, so many ways. Hey, everyone, welcome to Uncensored Live for another week. Look at these happy faces we have today. Wee! Wee! Back from his many, many travel and perilous journey, we have our grand leader and king of all things uncensored, Jeffrey Emmett. Look at that face. Look, I'm not the one, okay? <laughs> that was crazy. On the way back, it was accident after accident after accident, tractor trailers. There was a tipped over U-Haul trailer in the middle of the road, and the Subaru got smashed by a thick. It was insanity, right? I'm driving this new banana boat of a car. Because I was home. And, like, I'm not used to it. And it's big and long. It was just a mess. So then we get back. We're on all these windy roads. Like, to get to the house that I haven't been on. And I'm freaking out. Because it's dark. I mean, the curves are crazy. We pull into the driveway. I get out of the car. And all of a sudden, Tyler's yelling, Aiden's throwing up. All over the new car. The kids grew up. And when I tell you, here's the thing. He had a garbage bag in his lap. A garbage bag. Do you think he threw up in the bag? No. No, he didn't. It was all over the back of my seat, the floor, and then he had pushed the rubber car mats up so it got on the carpet instead of the rubber mats. <laughs> and then he sat there like this, with his hand like this, just flat out, uh, like that's going to do something. Meanwhile, I'm like, why? Get out! Get out of the car! Puke on the ground! What are you doing? You know, he was like, Daddy, get out of the car! I, I, no, no, it was horrible. So then I just, I brought, I brought, no, the hell with him. <laughs> like, you had a garbage bag in your lab. I'm telling you, if I could drop you off at a firehouse, I would. I say that with love. I'm just was kidding, that? people. Did you have a rough cut of the weather? Were you hitting storms? Um, I hit a little bit of storms on the way up and the way down, but nothing too crazy. The way back, it was, I was so tired from doing, I mean, it was just nonstop while I was in New York. It was boom, boom, boom every day. I wasn't sleeping. And I was just trying to run my ass up and get everything I needed to, see people. And I, I, I knocked out for like five days when I got back. I've just slept. And slept. And slept. And yeah, I got to New York, didn't know where any of my shit was. There was a bird in the attic, as you guys know. There was, you know, then I get back and, Hey, let's clean the house down here for me. And then she rearranged everything to anything was again. Uh, it just. So it's, it's a rough time. It's, it's, it's a general yeah, consensus. Life is hard for me. I got a, a rough time. Vera, is life okay for you, my love? Life's been pretty good. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, I might, but you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't have to. It would be. And see hollow complaints. Things are good. Oh. I got a new fridge. A new fr- well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember we thought we thought we had ghosts, yeah, we? Last time, one, last time, Ed was here. Oh no, not last time. Time before we thought we had ghosts, but it was your fridge. Yeah, your fridge is death rattles. We have our ever lovely Luke back with us. He's I am. back, I'm, kids. I'm back. Um, I'm coming back to teach. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm here all the time now, so it's great. Um, I was on a deployment through my job to do another project, and now I'm back doing what I was normally doing, so that means I'll be on all the lives again, which is great. Um, I want to catch up on some work for the show over the weekend, so I'm looking forward to that, <laughs> which is probably kind of sad. Um, I'm listening to Jeffrey's story there. He's like, oh, my kids are... I just think it's a lot of noise. I'm like, bitch, Vera, I'm sure you agree. And the work we do, like, baby, you ain't seen nothing. Like, get over it. Get your shit together. He's not even here now. Are you talking to me, bitch? Get my shit together? I will come through this stream and pull a razor blade out my titties and fuck you up. Okay, listen. Girl, just the because camera's not cooperating, so I'd love to see it. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> let me tell you, it's all right. Fuck this camera. I don't need this camera. It's bullshit. Okay, <laughs> but fuck you, bitch. Listen, you got one kid, one kid, one. I got three, and two of which are fucking equal six because they're crazy as shit. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> well, I think someone's really glad. I think someone's really glad to be here and si that she signed up. We have um, a very lovely special guest of Anne oh. and no Renata. How are you? Well, I'm suffering because uh, I've been separated from my my sim symbiotic twin. I know. Be, how long has it been since you guys have had more than three days apart, do you think? Oh, God. Um, I... <laughs> I can't remember it's been that long. So, um, you yeah, know, we're struggling. Poor Renata has actually um, fallen off the face of the earth in despair that she can't be with her sister Anne and she, she's Aww. not here today. She's actually so, got asthma, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Anne, why, why, why are you? Why are you alone today? Let's for the Americans that don't understand what's going on. Why don't you tell us? We understand. <laughs> all right, we are suffering through another outbreak of COVID for all those stupid fuckers that won't do the right thing. The <laughs> morons. Um, so we, Renata and I, took a well-earned break up into the blue mountains with the crystal clear air and the scenery and the fog and the chill. It's probably why she's got a asthma happening uh and uh lo and behold up comes this warning a couple of days after we come back saying oh you if you've been in the blue mountains area you must immediately lock down for possible covid contamination we're like what the fuck are you kidding me so um we, we're showing those symptoms and i've gone in to look up what areas of the blue mountains were touched by the perilous disease and none not one town, nothing up in the Blue Mountains, but they included it in the Greater Sydney. I don't fucking know why, but um, we perfectly healthy have to then sit in lockdown for two weeks. <laughs> and now so, you're starting to see all those jobs around the house. You're like, damn it. Oh, you're not wrong. I've actually pulled my Osparatec room to pieces and uh, you should see the shit all around me, which is why the set's not up. And I'm tucked into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got very excited because I had been on um, a go an overnight. We called it. What do we call it? What do you call it? An overnight. All nighter. All nighter. Yes, all we did. No one slept. No one slept. No, the day off. nobody. <laughs> nobody slept. So I'd, I'd been on an overnighter with them, and then she's <laughs> and sends this message to her. I'm like, oh, am I? Am I off for a week as well? Do I get time off? No. Nah. No, we got tested. We went and did the right thing and got tested. Oh, Mind how you, is this swapping? Well, we, as soon as we found out, the next day we went to go and get tested. And I, mind you, we, we found out like 3.30 on a Saturday afternoon and then had to cancel our tour on Saturday night. We had to cancel the sleepover at Lock and Bar House this weekend. We've had to cancel like four tours because we're in that, that time zone of when – uh, uh, the two weeks is on. Uh, but we went to get tested Sunday. We couldn't find any fucking way to get tested. Everywhere <laughs> was shut, uh, except for the hospital, the John Hunter Hospital, which had a huge out around the block with no fucker sort of watching any COVID uh, regulations or restrictions. They're all piled on top of each other. But I'm not going to the fucking hospital to get tested for COVID to get, to get COVID. So, <laughs> Yes. I left that alone, and so we, I went, uh, I think we went that Tuesday, and uh, Renata went out to a place near her, and she was done and dusted in 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, I was three hours. No. I was not happy. You know when you pick the wrong view at the supermarket, and you, you're watching all those other bastards who are going through quick, and you're going, well, you just hurry up and get through in front of me. Stop asking questions about your chewing gum. Just move. <laughs> so, <laughs> we shouldn't joke about supermarkets right now. Are they war zones down there, Anne? Your oh, supermarket. yeah. The, um, the toilet Stick paper bear. barometer has uh, uh, registered up? that we have severe COVID crisis, as there are none on the, the shelves. Not that I can go near a shop yeah, anyway. Yeah, you can go but... outside. <laughs> What's wrong with these people, though? Why do they think that toilet paper is the here's, necessity look, you need? Look here, I'm sorry. Here's in what a, happened. In a great pandemic, if you couldn't get anything else, I'm sure you can sort out the back end with water. We still have running water. Dang. 
I, I don't get why you need to just buy all the toilet paper, like because $200 worth panic. of toilet paper in one shot. Because it's simple. All this got announced last last Saturday. So last Saturday was a very busy day here in New South Wales. It was going off like the clappers. And then by the time I closed the shop on Saturday, like the security guards were walking around the shopping Did centre. Did they panic buy and... from you too? No, no. Oh, well, they've started, like, Give yes. me that Sophie Mug CD. Get... They, they have, yes. <laughs> Which is great for business. <laughs> great for business. But they've started handing out masks and everything. And he comes up, I'm like, I'm like, I'm closing now. It's okay. I we ha- you had a half an hour window between when you were allowed in the building without a mask, and we were allowed in the building only wearing a mask. So I went. I'm just going to go look at the toilet paper situation. There were ten packets left. I'm like, well, if I don't nice. buy one now, there's definitely not going to be any tomorrow. So I had to join the panic buying crew. You know. I'm like, Did oh, you ever God. hear my story about? Yeah, didn't you order it off the internet? I ended up ordering it off the internet because I had to work three days in a row, and by the time I got to the supermarket, there was nothing. <laughs> I would have been cleaning out the hospital. Exactly. See, the rolls in the hospital are like a foot and a half wide. You hey. smuggle that out in your coat. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. <laughs> You'd be amazing. You extra big, extra big booty that day. <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked about we're starting to talk about current events, so we might as well jump into this week's hot load of hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a good load? Oh well, look. <sighs> not a viral load. Luke does. <laughs> look in oh, space. Dear. We're going to mention it straight up the top because um, we have we have a family connection. It's the 26th anniversary, Luke, of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Correct? It is. So as of yesterday, US. As of yesterday, so yes. Congratulations, Miss Karen Ashley Boogie with the Bear. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's 26 years ago. Oh, my life. Yes. Did I ever tell you about my Power Rangers connection that could have been? Yes, no, you haven't, but tell no. us, okay. please. So I got a, a call sheet to audition for that movie because it was filmed in Australia. Yes, it's And neat. I was like, oh, it's fucking happening. I'm going to go. I'm going to be in Power <laughs> Rangers. This is going to be my best life. I'm going to be the just, pink one. Just happened to be. <laughs> the audition just happened to be um, the day we – no, no, the, the audition was the audition wasn't on. But when they were filming was two days after we were leaving for a cruise. So oh. I wasn't allowed. My parents like, you can't audition. We're paid when, for the cruise. When you can't film. I'd be ditching the fucking yeah. cruise. And then I was <laughs> like, okay. I was all upset about it and whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll get over it. Wouldn't you know it, the hotel that we stayed in at Sydney overlooked <laughs> part oh, of no. the set. So where they, you know, the construction zone where just they did all the fight your scene. Heart. Yeah, the fight, where they, the fight break. scene. It was across yep. the road, like this. Oh. Had, so were they filming when you were there? They were filming when I was there. Oh, so you got to see them. That oh, construction no, I didn't area get was to there for a couple anyone. of years. Yeah, it I, was actually the, there for a couple of years because I I saw it like I think the year after the film was done because they're actually doing actual construction there. Uh, <laughs> And it yeah. was like the set was exactly like in the film. So I've got my, my son, I feel like Katrina. <laughs> my son uh, had an O one one visa to work in America as an actor when he was 16. And when he was 17, uh, he auditioned for the Power Rangers and went through three rounds of auditions. He got close. Oh, in, in Hollywood. He would have been underpaid and underappreciated. <laughs> and, and he would have loved every bit of it. <laughs> For our um, insider knowledge. Listen, there was one show, Karen, like, you know, I'd known because I'd talked to her or whatever, but she finally, like, said it on air and, like, was like, mm, and put the business out. Next thing you know, we're on TMZ, Perez, Hilton, and all these sites talking about, Karen Ashley talked shit about the Power Rangers and how they didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. they've all been saying it for years. It's not a secret. Yeah. Someone manned up and said yeah. it. 
you don't yeah. make shit tons of money in that industry unless you are already in the upper ranks. So um, yeah. unless you're doing commercial work, uh, he did a Sears commercial, and um, I mean, I think he ended up making about twelve thousand dollars off that. Yeah, they make well. more from just doing stuff that no one even would think about than the actual yeah. stuff they're known for. Oh yeah, like, you know who's making mad money is Flow the Progressive Lady. Flow. Flow. <laughs> But even look at Hamza Bun, like he became a billionaire from Power Rangers, really. Like he was already wealthy, but he put all this money in. He made so much money from that, and he did not give a shit about the faces of the product. He didn't even know their names, half of right, them. Let's, they were $700 let's get a week. Into the technicalities of the Power Rangers. Because, yes, please. Can oh, we it, fucking no, move on? It, nobody, it, nobody <laughs> here to, to, to defend them. But look, someone should be defending this poor woman. We talked about her before. So Britney Spears, Britney Spears' lawyer requests to have her father, Jamie Spears, removed as conservator of her estate has been denied. Samuel D. Ingram recently filed documents for Bessemer Trust to be made co-conservator, which was approved by the judge. However, Ingram's request to have Jamie removed altogether was rejected. Meanwhile, ex-husband Kevin Federline, quality human that he is, has stated he has concerns regarding the idea of her regaining full control of her life without an expert evaluation, quote-unquote, according to his lawyer. And Father Jamie has asked that claims of his mistreatment of the singer be investigated. There's an update to this story today. Um, Bessemer Trust have dropped Brittany, so they no longer want to be conservators either. So she's in a whole heap of trouble. I don't know where this is going to go. I, I, I think it's outrageous. I'm sorry. Even if she is still experiencing some, you know, qualms about her own mental health or with her own mental health, there are plenty of mentally ill people who are out there and are being allowed to make bad choices every day. She needs to be allowed to fail. She needs to be allowed to misspend her money. She is the one getting up on stage and making it. The fact that she has the organizational skills to deliver a two and a half hour concert is plenty enough, you know, proof to me that this woman can handle her own affairs, even if she's making bad choices. Yeah, look, that, that's been her big argument as well, is that she's on stage supporting all these people, but also paying for both sides. I said this last week, paying for both sides legal bills. Yep. How is that? Like, That's why she broke. That's why possible. she got sixty like, million. Doesn't wouldn't that cancel itself out? Like, shouldn't that in in itself be a conflict th- of interest on one part? On one I side? think the problem is though we don't know how bad it really is. You know, I, I don't know what her is, real issues are. Right, like we don't know because that's all sealed, so we have no idea. Everybody's just going on. It's unfair. You know, she's she performs, you know, everything Vera said, which, I mean, there's a part of me that agrees with, but at the same time, like, maybe this chick can't handle anything in life, and every time something doesn't go her way, she's doing something crazy. You know, I mean, her testimony, like, she was delivering in court for a woman that's pushing 40, was very childlike. Reading well, I, it, yeah. it wasn't very articulate, it was very, like, he's mean to me, like, you know, that it kind of gave me like... She was, you know, uh, objectified as a child, made sexualized as an adult when she was in her teens, and now that she's an adult, she's being infantilized. Right, and we're, we're allowing the parents who allowed all that to happen to now control her again. Yeah, I don't... I mean, right. I don't agree I don't with it, it, but... I think it's a yeah, very I, murky area. I Everybody, feel that somebody other than Britney's father should be working alongside her, not not the, the parent who was involved right from the start. The and beneficiary. I, I, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she, she has no hope of winning when the father is using her money to fight her. Um, right. That, for starters, is a, a big red flag. Yeah, but uh, as somebody put up a little bit of a meme thing that was going around about Kanye, um, you know, with his shenanigans and everything going on, everyone exactly. sort of laughs and says, oh, look at him, isn't he funny? But Britney does it, so, oh, no, a father needs to take all the money off her. So like, come mm. on, let's let's work out what exactly is going on. Help the girl. Help right. her. Yeah. 
And did you see the meme that's going around that's like, we said free Bill or free Britney, not Bill Cosby? Like, oh, we're about to get onto that. <laughs> we are about to get onto that. Because what, what that is telling me is that in this modern day and age, we're supposed to believe victims, right? Right. Everyone's like, believe the victim. So Britney, just because she's Britney Spears, isn't a victim. Yet mm. this piece of fucking shit... Where is he? Oh, and he got on the air. Can get out of jail and is happy as Larry. So, like, it. Let let's be clear about this, right? He is out on a technicality. He is mm-hmm. still guilty, people. He was found guilty by the jurors. He's been found guilty, and the only reason he is out is because of a process violation. So it is not a fact that he is in any way cleared cleared or a beacon of light or hope and blah 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 he's still a scumbag a rich scumbag at that but i don't the first thing he does is make a statement about how he's been victimized yeah yeah let's talk about his victims eh? exactly so those those, all those women 20 20 something women on the cover of time was it time that they were all yeah, on? There was 60. Total. Yeah, yeah but on, on the cover, on I that cover. Twenty yeah. yeah. We have the image on they're, the, what, on the They're all liars, are they? Of course they are. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Like, they're all not as rich. people I, are saying you're doing it, it's a fucking truth. I would have more respect for the court if he got a compassionate release because he's blind and old. Who gives a but who gives a fuck if he's old? The crazy thing is, is so his sentence was three to ten years, right? He almost did the three years, so it's like mm, okay. But I am grateful that because that this is the justice system, right? We want justice to be justice. Unfortunately, this is not about the victims, but it's about what a prosecutor did that they shouldn't have done, and. I mean, it's a catch-22, right? Because this is what we want to happen in the justice system when things are done incorrectly. We want people to be able to fight it and win it, which he yeah. did. Unfortunately, it's him and, the and you know... Uh, and the crime is what the crime yeah. is. He's guilty! He's guilty! guilty. So it sucks in that that half of it, but at the same this time, is, but this isn't this... even this isn't even close. Like everyone's making it a racial thing. It's not like OJ Simpson, who is also guilty. Who's we all know because he based he basically uh, the the statement was for a black man. Blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like no, the fact it doesn't matter. It doesn't come down to it. And I know no, that I'm going to cop. I know I'm going to cop it for it because yes, there are systemic systemic problems in your legal system. For people you know of color, it makes a lot of systemic pr- but problems he's go guilty. away. Money, he's, he's guilty. Yeah. <laughs> he is absolutely guilty, and he has spent his entire life in privilege. He does not get to play the race card because he was found guilty of a crime. You know, I'm sorry. He definitely did this. He was. <sighs> I just it fires me because you see, you see OJ Simpson trotting around like his shit don't stink and. It's okay, like, dude, Simpson. we know you killed those people. Like, no one is under the un- no one's under the assumption that you're not one hundred percent guilty. It's like Casey Anthony. Someone should go yeah. and stone that thing to death as well. She's an animal. She, she got more freedom than Britney. And yeah. what yeah. did the card oh, say? Did OJ do it? OJ did so, it. OJ sorry? did it. Yeah, OJ did it. Does everyone think OJ killed Ren- uh, killed? Yes. Yes. yes, I do. OJ yes. <laughs> didn't kill Renata. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you'd want to do that. I don't think you'd want to do that. I think she'd I don't be think a very OJ would come spirit. out on top. Yeah. <laughs> OJ should have a go. <laughs> She'd be, she'd be channeling through the board like no one's business. They'd be reading the cards. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, well, so that was some angry news. I, don't, I had got my little heart a little bit. Ugh. This one's for Vera because 
we and oh, and for Jeff, we know you love him so. Oh. Donald Trump has described Joe Biden as a complete and total oh, catastrophe in his first major rally since leaving office. Labelled the first stop on his revenge tour, Trump's 90-minute speech took aim at immigration, critical race theory, insists he is still rightfully president, and labelled the election the crime of the century. Meanwhile, criminal charges against the Trump family businesses <laughs> Could be imminent. <laughs> and oh. and ah, yes. Oh, peach blossom. May you <laughs> ever fucking stop buying your foundation at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking trainer. Google the number of people that attended the first stop of the revenge tour. It's Listen, a lot. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He comes around here. I'm going. <laughs> With Jeffrey. a slingshot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucker. Look, I think I'll bring I him some baby that, um, wipes. Be like, fix your face. The accusations of dementia might be aimed at the wrong president because oh, is old mate forgetting what happened during his um tenure as leader of the free world? Because he's just been voted the fourth worst president of all time. <laughs> and you know everybody who, talks who about the one, two, and three. <laughs> should we find that out? We should find that information out. Can one of their viewers find that out? Ryan, who's the worst three presidents? Come on, let's see how much um, you pay attention. I think Grover Cleveland was one of them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm making exactly. up names. Who's that? <laughs> um, Cleveland was a bad president, but I don't think he was as destructive as Trump. Uh, Nixon, Bush, and Bush. Oh. So well, much Bush everywhere. That's I not, never think good. That Reagan should be number one. I think that the majority of bad policy that Trump enacted started under the Reagan administration. Okay, here we go. I've got the survey. Uh, let me have a look. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh. Well, I actually found one here that said he is the worst president in history. So I like oh, that one. Um, so <laughs> I've, I've got it. I've got it. Trump has landed in the 41st slot, coming in between William Henry Harrison, who died in 30 days, um, <laughs> Franklin Pierce, Andrew Johnson, and James Buchanan. Don't know them. I, I think they were, they were ye olden clickety click day presidents. I, I, know, you know? I, know, I know the know names, that. but I don't know anything horrible yeah. that happened in their administrations. Yeah. I know that guy died, remember, because it was part of the Simpsons song. He died in 30 days. Well, anyway. there's uh, to come say that the like, oh, well. very. Uh, Love Maxine. Old, hey, uh, American folklore is that the oh. Indian chief named Tukumsei cursed every president born in the leap year, and uh, that's why he died in 30 days. Oh, Vera's got the urban legends going on. I do. Living her best life. <laughs> American controversy. So what do we think about um, when it wants to show up? Anyone? What the hell is that? I can see I it. Oh, I can't. It's- Gwen, Gwen Berry. Berry has turned away from the American flag while the US anthem played as she takes third place at the Olympic trials. Hit hard by critics such as Betty Johnson, whoever that is, um, who say she should not be allowed to represent the United States if she has no respect for the flag. Gwen Berry has come out saying she feels set up. I feel like it was a setup and they did it on purpose. Berry said of the timing of the anthem, according to the Associated Press. I was pissed off, to be honest. As the song played, Barry turned to face the stands away from the flag and eventually draped a black T-shirt over her head, reading activists and athletes. They said they were going to play it before we walked out, and they played it when I was out there, Barry said. But I don't really want to talk about the anthem because it's not important. The anthem does not speak for me. It never has. They have had enough opportunities to play as national anthem. Before we got up there, I was thinking about what I should do, she said. Eventually, I stayed there and swayed. I put my shirt overhead. It was real disrespectful. Um, I need to jump in. Is this bitch new? Because at the end of every thing, don't they normally play the winner's anthem when they're up on this the podium? Was the Olympics. This was the Olympic trial. Yeah, but everybody there was it's a American. trial. <laughs> it's everybody a trial. It's like American. There wasn't one country winning 
and I did. I, I'm an Olympia file. I watched all of the trials. Yeah, what file? This <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see this in real time, and it was disorganized, disjointed, and a little sad. She looked like she didn't know what to do. Or <laughs> sounds like uncensored radio. To do, and she turned her back, and she turned back, and then she put her shirt over her head, and then she took her shirt off, and then she kind of hopped, and it it was not her finest moment. She did not look like a thoughtful protester. But you know, she's not the first. Well, some of the comments on the article that we got, like um, one of them said she looked like a brat. Yeah. Here's or, some of the comments. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, people like her are full of themselves and a disgrace. Sorry, Gwen. Maybe you should try and get first place. <laughs> maybe a little protest protest might not seem such, like such a bad sports tantrum. Uh, grow up, free speech. It's a silent protest, but sure triggered a bunch of peeps too blind to see it. Um, people want anything and everything to be mad at. Shake my head. I it's love pathetic. <laughs> Woman oh, so that's didn't what Morning Herald. No, oh, this was, is our web. This is our website. This is our page. I wonder page. what SMH was, so it's not Sydney Morning Herald. No. Excellent. Thank you. Shaking my head. <laughs> Shaking my head. <laughs> Woman didn't look at the special fabric while the magic song played. <laughs> I know. I love that one. That was my favorite. Well, look. It's their own. I think that athletes protesting has been happening for a long time. And she has every right to protest, just like Muhammad Ali did, just like the uh, runners in the 60s did, you know, just like Colin Kaepernick. They have the right to protest. The symbol of the freedom cannot outweigh the actual freedom. But and she may have been deliberating as well, like, should I do this or should is this going to wreck my career? So maybe that was the, the thought process going on as she was standing there. Yeah, very disorganized. She hadn't made up her mind. She she didn't really know what she was gonna do. And I I I thought so. She's a poorly planned activist. Yeah, exactly. With very with, ver with with very little standing ground to to firmly make a decision. <laughs> but, but she has every right. That is her free. Oh speech. look, she has every right to make it, but she yeah. made herself look like a tit as well. Yeah. So, either way, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, this is going to be a good crossover. Speaking of tits, um, <laughs> Erica's expensive life under scrutiny. Our reality TV star Erica Jane and my favourite bitch has been ordered to turn over her financial records amid an ongoing investigation to assets she shares with her estranged husband, Tom Girardi. Among the documents requested from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills stars are bank statements, money orders, they still exist. Um, cashier's checks. They still exist. Emails and texts that relate to her finances. Earlier this month, the 49-year-old was accused of getting more than US $20 million, approximately $26 million Australian, in business loans from Girardi's Los Angeles-based law firm, Girardi & Keith, over multi-years. over multi -years. Multiple years. Girardi, 82, is currently being investigated for misappropriation of settlement funds from clients with legal documents stating the settlement funds were diverted to Erica. Last week, Jane was also accused of refusing to submit key financial documents in a bankruptcy case against her estranged husband. Oh, Erica. You're lawyers. in trouble. It's You're lawyers. <laughs> Beer is in trouble. It's expensive to be Erica, okay? <sighs> Going in solidarity, but yeah, look, she's not the first housewife to have problem to have financial problems. But oh, thank you. Look, surprise, surprise, Brooks with me. She loves Erica. <laughs> you got I to meet Eric. Brooke on the weekend. I, yeah, Brooke and, Brooke and I have, have had quality chats. It's all good. Um, yeah, she's not the first. I mean, look at uh, Teresa and Joe Judice or Judici or. Goodici or whatever they however they want to pronounce it, depending on how Italian they feel at the time. Like it's not anything new, but I think because because this this is a lot of money, kids. This is I think it's over it's over two hundred million dollars that he's accused of siphoning out of people. 
I don't, I love Erica, but I don't know that she's going to be able to um, escape I this. Think she's she's going to survive. See, I, I question how. I think she, I, don't, I question how much she knew. Well, like, I, you know what? If Bill Cosby can afford an attorney, so can she now. So, yeah. with somebody but, else's money. Yeah, with someone else's money. That's the Maybe that's not from the his law firm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised old Tom hasn't ticked over. Right. He's not the sturdiest of folks. Uh, and I'm, what, I'm watching like season nine. That was three years ago. He's now 82 years old. And it's like, maybe he just forgot where he put the money. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm making old people jokes. There's no one here to save me. There's no one here to save any of us. It's okay. Yeah, Renata would have, she'd be all over that. <laughs> ah, she would be. She'd be, <laughs> she'd be blowing up. Um, speaking of blowing up, Let's talk about this little moment that, um, yeah, happened at the BET Awards this year. Who knew the BET Awards would be relevant again in 2021? Um, you know who was there? Uh, who? Boston. Katrina. Boston. Oh, I was going to say Katrina. All right, so uh, he may have slayed on the red carpet in the couture gown, but little Nas X shut down this year's BET Awards with an amazing Egyptian-themed performance of Montero, Call Me By Your Name, that not only played, paid tribute to Michael Jackson's Rem in the time, but also ended with a steamy kiss between the singer and one of his male backup dancers, making history one performance at a time. Um, it was a great act. It was a bloody great performance. Like that guy has talent out the, at the wazoo. I think it's really refreshing for us to see an openly gay pop star, especially like on the BET awards, which is notoriously, notoriously, you know, straight down the line. He just has no fucks to give, which I really enjoy. Oh, absolutely not. I do too. I enjoy it immensely, but of course Madonna had to weigh in because oh, Madonna. I was thinking it's a... very Madonna-like, isn't it? It's like really pushing. She well, she put she got on social media and put a picture of Little Nas X and a picture of her Britney Christina and put hashtag did it first. <laughs> Oh, Madonna, look at me, come look on, at girl. Me. A little bit uh, tone deaf. A little bit tone little deaf at the end of Pride Month, match. Like, uh, like, uh, like just, just be happy for someone else, Madonna. <laughs> just be happy for she someone else. She doesn't like chrysanthemums, okay? Yeah, she doesn't like a lot. Hydrangeas. <laughs> she doesn't oh, like hydrangeas. a lot of things. <laughs> she doesn't like Lady Gaga. Well, she does like Lady Gaga. What she, she did to her track. face is just a crime. Like, she looked fine, bitch. You should have let her age natural. Now you just look like a fucking fat face. Look, I always, I always thought that too, Jeffrey. And then when she came to Australia, I was one of the people that paid an exorbitant of amount of money to get quite, get quite close to Madonna. And she looks great in person. I was like, uh, oh, I work. I want to bring up a quick something here. Um, talking about paying an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, Elton John is coming really close to my house next year. And tickets I saw are on that. sale yesterday. If he makes it. you know it. how much the tickets cost? $1,000. He would be hundreds of dollars at least for... Four grand. What? I could take my entire family... He can't even sing anymore. real old Queen of England for four grand. You can't so, even sing anymore. Wait, so is that your way of saying you're not taking me? I'm not. <laughs> you want to go to England? Yeah. <laughs> I want to hey, she said she, she said she'd take an old queen. There we go. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm queen of the paranormal here in Australia, so take me. <laughs> I think it'd be great to go to a concert with Anne. I think you'd let loose. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Elton John, even though he's an aging old rock star. But that sounds so crazy, anymore. Vera. But that he's charging that much over there. That's yeah. so crazy. Because usually, like, you know, the tickets are marked up here, but people could see him for quite a reasonable price here. You know what the And crazy he goes thing to like is? regional areas here where, where there's not normally uh, a music act, certainly not of that caliber. Even would go uh, there, and he would do little towns. The arena where he—it's Syracuse is fairly big. It's 
one of the biggest venues in, in central New York. It seats, when they uh, open the whole dome, it will seat 30,000 people. But floor seats for four grand, obstructed view for a hundred, you know, no sleep seats. <laughs> Enjoy this pylon. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like, I, I could take my whole family to England to see the original old queen. Spending that much money uh, and, and trusting American architecture at the moment? I don't think so. Ah, the shiesty bitch. No, he didn't. Uh, Miami. You got, you got fucking. That was the ground. No, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you run into like freeway, <laughs> freeway overpasses. Now there's buildings falling down, and uh, we can't. Man, we can't really. Um, we can't really judge here. There's a whole apartment block in Sydney that's. Um, basically uninhabitable that people paid millions of dollars here's to the live thing in. The, the craziest <laughs> part of this story is they knew about the problems the board was trying to get it fixed and the tenants were like we don't have the money to do it so i mean exactly and for, like you read all these things about people heard cracking sounds 24 hours before i'm like i would be fucking out right right I don't care. <laughs> I would be out. And they're like, oh, they're, now they're worried about the sister complex. I'm like, I would be more than worried. I would have <laughs> my shit in my car and I would be living La Vida Loca Bob, on the beach down at Miami. And make sure the insurance is paid up today. And I just would have gathered my children yeah. and just walked out and been like, fuck it, let the whole goddamn place burn to the ground. <laughs> oh, no, my Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, we must preface that we are not making fun of anyone that has passed away in the in no, those horrible not. accidents. If they, oh. uh, I can't even imagine how horrible that must be to you know just turn and, around one day and just be sleeping and then be smushed to death. Yeah, they, yeah. I would imagine it's not fun. No, well, I would imagine it's not fun. Can imagine it was over very quickly. <laughs> how I like to think about it. Yeah. You know what? It's fascinating. Well, like, thanks, Elton you. June, for this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old bitches collapsing buildings. <laughs> it's thunder ass. <sighs> Benny oh, and the Judge. <laughs> That's 9 11. Um, oh, oh, oh. I'm dark today, guys. I'm dark. I'm sorry. Next story. Like, Next story. <laughs> <laughs> that was an ant. No, do you not remember speaking? Uh, do you not remember what she said last time she was on the show? Was we were talking show about Prince. Me? We were talking about Prince Phil. Uh, Prince Andrew, and under twelve something, and it was like, oh, Prince Andrew only sleeps with under twelves. And Renata's <laughs> yes. face. I rewatched it back. She just went. You could see her separating from, from the bread. The bread. <laughs> I'm gone. Hence I'm the reason gone. no Renata. <laughs> oh look, I think we've run, we've run Brooke over. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep going with Pride Month. What the fuck is this? Oh, that thing. <laughs> Um, so this is IKEA Canada's tribute to bisexuality. They released a whole range of. Um, <laughs> Love of... this. I always want to deliver it with like a whistle. Like, Nobody believes you. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that is an ugly cow. And the handprints. It's like they're trying to escape something. Yeah. Well, like it's a, <laughs> um, nobody believes you was trending on Twitter forever, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm going to look. I'm like, what? I'm like, why? 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 But it's true. I mean, come on. Think of the any time that a friend, a bisexual friend, comes out, you're like, oh, they just don't want to admit they're gay or. Oh, but you're mostly bi- normal, aren't okay. you? Yeah. Many so, <laughs> people have done that to their bisexual. I'm with dudes, but I sleep with girls. So am I really gay or am I bi? You tell me. Check the wedding ring and find out. You're a human being that enjoys other people's company. That's yeah, right, especially if they got a nice I, warm hole. But I, I, oh, did you just I say know. nice warm hole? Oh, oh. Jeffrey, would oh. you like to say hello? <laughs> hey, girl. I've heard people say shit like this for years. It's not uncommon for when somebody to come out as bisexual to be told they're just not decided. Ace is reading you to filth. <laughs> I, you I, know, 
that hand doesn't even look like it'd be fun. You know what I'm saying? No, it's it looks like old washing gloves. Just, look at it. it. I'm not commenting on the the attractiveness of the couch. It's trash. It's just no, fucking trash. Vera's actually getting deep here, man. She's getting into the political <laughs> and the. I'm gonna tell her. Can I tell a really bad? Can I tell a really bad off-color joke about it? There's no such thing. There's no such thing as. There's no such thing as bisexuality. It's just greediness. See, you can't say. It's like there's no such thing as homosexuality. It's just laziness. Look, I know when I went out. I have heard it. Gonna get laid either way. We'll take all, it's like take all covers. That's what we call it. Oh, literally. Oh, were, oh, <laughs> actually, didn't think that one through. So Come away bad. with me. <laughs> <sighs> How funny. All right. Well, we're going to go to a, it's really a non-new story because I think everyone already knew it. But Queen Latifah receiving the BET Life at Lifetime Achievement Award was honoured for her one-of-a-kind 35-year career as a rapper, performer, actress, and more. But her closing remarks are, dr- are drawing the most attention after the star mentioned her longtime partner, Ebony Nichols, and their son, Revel. I'm going to get off this stage, but I want to thank you so much. Uh, so much. Ah, I want to thank you so much for all of you, the fans for supporting every crazy-ass thing that I've, been, I've done through the years. And thank you for making Equalizer number one. That's a TV show. Ebony, my love, Rebel, my love, peace and happy pride. Look, more power to you, Queen Latifah, but I think everyone already knew, right? Yeah, I, I I'll, did. I'll what? never watch anything she's been in again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think anyone cares, do they? Like, yeah, cool, girl. Get it. <laughs> like, Heard LL Cool J in the holiday, baby. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like a bit of Latifah, but I don't think it was really, like, necessary, right? <laughs> oh, I think it's good. We're getting to this point where no one really cares. Yeah. She I don't give a fuck. Yeah, she don't give a fuck no more. I think when you get I to... Like, remember back in the day when it was like, oh, Ellen's a lesbian? Oh, oh, let's cancel God. her I sitcom. My um, grandmother was so loved gay men, but she's like, girls kissing girls on TV. What the fuck? That Ellen Degenerate. I'm like, whoa. And then years later, what's your favorite daytime show? Turns out the actual story is she's a raging cunt. So whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Ann. I dropped I dropped the C bomb. I can't stand Ellen. I can't stand Ellen. I, see, I used to love Elle. I used to think, I think she used to be funny. I used to love the sitcom, but as soon as she went to daytime and she's like, look, America, I'm the safe lesbian. It's okay. It's like, oh, no, you're she not. She didn't say that. But that her actions speak louder than words. Oh. Look at me, middle uh-huh. America. It's okay to like me. I <laughs> got to go to an Ellen show. I loved every minute of it. Oh, did you get... <laughs> Ah, oh, Brooke, Brookie, good work, babe. <laughs> Brooke, leave Elton John out of this. Ed's <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Anne> face. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that might be for the Christmas reel. Just Ed to go. Oh, that right. Uh, right. I'll have to get the goss off one of my singing students uh, that I used to teach, uh, Andrew. He actually ended up on Ellen as one of the. Uh, um, assistant directors or something, so I'll, oh, I'll try and find out. Exactly. He's now moved over to the Red Table. Oh, Red Table oh. talks with the Pinkett yeah. clan. Yeah. So he's now yeah. on there working. Smith clan. Get it, boy. Man, oh, they are proud, proud of Andy. <laughs> they are crazy. Like, the grandmother is a smoke show and she's like, and you listen, have you listened to Willow Smith talk? Like, we rip on Bindi Irwin because she's so media trained. Willow Smith is like, yes. Blah, blah, blah. And I watched an interview that she did with Paris Jackson. No, like, yes, my trauma. Oh, I saw them when my they trauma met levels each other. are very high, but blah, blah, blah. I was just like, okay. <laughs> my favorite interview right? with Bindi Irwin was when she was doing something about eating disorders. And she was on, like, morning TV show. And they were like, how are you going, Bindi? And he's like, 
I know girls with anorexia and bulimia. I'm like, uh oh, it's on. <laughs> Someone, someone's broken the Irwin. Someone's broken the Irwin. But um, whoever, whoever did, the, whoever does those kids media training did a pretty damn good job because. I've very rarely heard them really? stumble. I've, I've very no, but I've very rarely. Heard but have them you ever heard them be authentic? Mm. You don't have to be authentic when you're talking to the public. No. Do you reckon half you of these celebrities a, are authentic? But you should have a sense of like I believe them. I didn't believe Bindi knew anyone anorexic or bulimic. <laughs> it just it came was across it? as just uh, this is the line I'm going to deliver it. Stars. Yes. No, she was amazing on Dancing with the Stars, whatever. Like, there's bulimia and anorexia uh, in the dancing world. Well. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 um, I refuse to believe it. How dare you attack my industry? Um, <laughs> I didn't attack anyone. I believe that everyone who struggles should have help. Speaking of uh, people who struggle having help, if you guys are just tuning in, you should go back and check out our interview with Bill and Stacey Maxwell about their son, Michael, their <sighs> GoFundMe campaign. They are struggling. They're trying to buy a house for their son. No, I'm, I'm just... Like, I'm like, seeing a lot of Bindi Irwin here with the plug. You're just slipping it in. But go, <laughs> I, keep going. I, I <laughs> Talk about your media training. You took the opening and went with it. Sure. Jeff loves it. taking it. Jeff loves to take an opening. All right. <laughs> I do. I do. One so make more. sure go go to Bill underscore Maxwell on Twitter. Check out their GoFundMe. I'll make sure it goes back up on the page. Please go donate what you can. They're in the home stretch and they're so close. In all seriousness, um, that was Ace. a really oh, a, a really listen. Listen, bitch. Okay. I'm having a problem with the pinnery. And they fucking are supposed to refund me tons of money because all the shirts are coming jacked up. So it's, it's taking me a minute, bitch. <laughs> Ace gets a shirt for a great comment. So look, we might actually have to shoot now. Brooke ones. We might have to shoot Brooke ones soon if she keeps going. Um, one more pride. One more pride related one. Um, Miss Nevada is the first transgender contestant to be eligible for the crown for Miss USA. My community, you are always in my heart. My win is our win. We just made history. Happy Pride. She's hot. She's <laughs> She's hot. I mean, so do we have like... a pro do we have a problem with that at all? No. That there's a transgender woman competing for Miss USA. Well, I think she started with a handicap, so no, I don't. I think she's had to really strive. Like, I just, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do not in this kind of competition, but in other kinds, yes. Because a lot of people have a problem with this. Yes, uh, I do. You know what, though? I got to tell you, for the hundreds and hundreds of women who had to compete against the roid jacked up Soviet bloc uh, athletes in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. It's not anything new. Yeah, look. But they drive it's, it's a very slippery slope. Um, I don't know how you can be okay with one and not the other if it's if it's stri a strictly because matter one of strength. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, not, I'm not done. I'm not done. If it's strictly a matter of trans rights, I don't see how you can be against one or the other. There is, however, an unfair advantage, I believe, in the weightlifting competition. There should be MMA. possibly there should be some kind of penalty, and I that that's again a very sticky area because uh, are you penalising someone because they're trans? That's essentially what you're suggesting. Exactly. <laughs> so you can't, you can't, you, it's not an even playing field to begin with. But this is what I was just saying. In the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the Soviet bloc nation put these women into competition. In the Olympics, I watched the Olympics, I said it again, I, the Olympic freak. And these women were jacked up on steroids. They all tested negative, but they were jacked. I love the Chinese swimmers, though. <laughs> Everything's fine. The, the, Soviet, the Soviet block track team, the 
So um, in those cases, were the, the women taking testosterone to improve their performance? I think so. It was never, ever proven, but it sure looked like So if, if they tested positive to testosterone and this other person tested positive to testosterone in their, their circuit, does that then show that it's an unfair advantage? This is where do you draw yeah. the line in all of this? It's I, very it's tricky. It's so hard. It, it, it is a slippery well, slope. I will agree. Especially this original article about Laurel Hubbard actually um, had a with the medical um, people saying there was actually not a huge decrease in strength overall just because now their testosterone levels are different when they've been a male powerlifter their whole life. Yeah. Well, you know? and I just think it's. Let's just put it this way. The average college male student could obliterate the top 10 women in tennis. Like, let's just be real. Sorry. And Laurel well, Hubbard was a very, very mediocre, never placed in anything man, and now suddenly is the Olympic level in the female category. What changed? Uh, if there's well, no, if, they, if if the hormones leveled it all out and it's equal, I'm sorry, it's just not logical. At least she didn't try and get away with vehicular manslaughter. Boom! <laughs> sorry, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to finish on finish out on a nicer story, guys. Aw. the royal Aww. brothers have reunited to unveil a statue of their mother, Diana, Princess of Wales saying, every day we wish she was still here with us. William and Harry came together in a ceremony at Kensington Palace's redesigned sunken garden what would have been what would have been their mother's 60th birthday. It was their first appearance together since their grandfather's funeral in April. They stated they hoped the statue would be seen forever as a symbol of her life and her legacy and thanked all those around the world who keep our mother's memory alive. And That's a little bit. And eight feet apart. <laughs> well, there's Royal. They're royal. It's protocol. It's COVID. So I, you're never gonna. They're not gonna stand there and sob and embrace <laughs> at each other, are they? I, I did find it very interesting that um, I, I thought Megan would go, but obviously not. She um, ain't never going back, bitch. Never. Yeah, she Kate, not go back to England unless that queen dies and she's getting fucking jewels. She ain't going back. Kate was de- Kate declined her invitation as well, so. No wives. Megan wasn't going. No, I think it was a nice <laughs> moment for the boys. No, and, cha- you know, no Prince Charles. No Queen. Who was who was the children's statues with? Because one was wearing a dress. I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's just a random no, little boy, random little random. girl. Oh, okay. I, I think it might have been Prince Andrew's no. child. <laughs> Prince Andrew's girlfriend. It was meant to symbolize the children that Diana helped. <laughs> this dirty yeah. girl. <laughs> but look, it's it's a lovely the set the stat the, it's not really the closest view of the statue, but it's actually a quite nice statue. I think it's a lovely sentiment for a, a woman that was taken way too soon by whoever orchestrated that. She was essentially um, stripped of all royalty before she died, anyway. So but look at her, look at her now. Go, and the, I think she won in go. the end, right? Oh yeah, I think she. After all the shit that they put her through, she's still Love royal it. family. You think of her like what third down the line? <laughs> you think of her before Charles most of the time. <laughs> before the Queen. Oh, no, I think of Lizzie. I think I think Lizzie's living her best life at the moment. She loved cutting always... that. She loved cutting that cake with that sword. She was like, <laughs> I'm whimsical. <laughs> I always just think of Fergie and her toe sucked. I don't know why. It's just it's just one of the most iconic moments in um, history. And then what did she do? Slim fast or one of those where she was yeah, doing she the commercials? She was hawking anything she could. Nutrisystem. Make a five. Was real close dollars. with Oprah there for a while, remember? In like the yeah, late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Well, after always the on sex Oprah. Scandal. Yeah, but then after the second sex scandal, it was like mm. <sighs> Now she's now she's um, stuck in the grounds with Andrew. Well, she's not allowed out. She's a little up above Andrew now that Andrew. They live together still. Don't he ain't touching her. She's too old. She's the beard. She's the beard. <laughs> she's the beard. 
<laughs> All right, Vera, how are you feeling? You feeling toasty? I am. I'm getting ready. She's to feeling blow. super ready. Ladies and gentlemen, gather round, warm your hands by the heat of Vera's vent. <laughs> All right, here we go, Vera. One, two, three, vent. Uh, in the interest of global initiatives, I am going to talk about planetary climate change. We are running out of time. It becomes more and more evident every stinking day. All of the predictions that have been made in the last 30 years have given a best case scenario and a worst case scenario, and they continue to trend to the worst case scenarios. Because of the difficulty quantifying all of this, they keep giving us two sets of, of data. It could be this or it could be that. And all the deniers and all the oil companies keep pumping billions of dollars into making us believe that it's not going to be that bad. But come on, wake up, look around you. A building collapsed in Florida because the ground has been unstable for years. It's unstable because of water level rising. The roads are buckling across the country and bridges are collapsing because of the weather. Texas shut down. The Russian River is drying up. The world, the Paris flooded two years ago because of global climate, global climate change. We need to wake up. We need to put our elected officials' feet to the fire. This has to happen from us. It has to happen now. We are running out of time. We are frying where we sit. Literally, it was 116 in Portland, Oregon. They have grocery stores that have had to insulate the grocery products because they don't know how to air condition to that temperature. It's got to be done, and it's got to be done now. We got to take action, all of us. Every human living on this planet needs to contact their elected officials. We need to take some global climate initiatives. That's my rant. You wish you would have talk, picked something easier to talk about to say, right? I know, right? Look, guys, I think we can all agree that um, sometimes we have those weeks where you're like, oh, it's been pretty shit house." but I don't think anyone's week has been as bad as this woman's. Um, let's have a look. <laughs> so has anyone seen the Tour de France lately? Yeah. I did see this Everyone and she the hit right the cyclist side. with the sign. There's a woman with a sign that collides at 40 kilometres from the finish line. Tony Martin collides with the sign that was being waved from the side of the road and takes out the entire peloton. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. There's oh another very God. interesting view coming up. Look. Oh, oh, but becomes. Oh, he could have won. Go. She could have won whoever the hell it is. Look. Uh, I think now, they um, arrested her and charged her. Wow. No, she went on the run, Vera. She's on the run. She's being. They want. They want. They want to arrest and sue her for broken bones and everything. Is she bones. on her own tour de France now? She's, <laughs> she's on the, the tour de She's. She's where on earth is Carmen San Diego? It just hiding out everywhere. <laughs> oh fuck! All because you wanted to get your head on a camera. Like I know and, we've all been. And the sign actually French. read in French. It read "Go, Gram Grandpa." <laughs> so she was cheering her grandparents on and did that. So. Now it's more like go to jail, bitch, because you've ruined <laughs> a, a world cycling event and broken all these people's fucking bones. Oh, I can't even. Look, it's after the week that we've had, I was, I was like, ah, someone else has bad luck. Bit of schadenfreude at the end of the week. I was like, yay! Now, Anne. Lovely yeah. Anne. What? We will be we will be speaking with you again eventually. <laughs> eventually. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> so everyone please stay stay tuned. I we will have more information for when Anne and Renata will be back with us again soon. But thank you for joining us today. Out. 
Don't forget our True Hauntings podcast for anyone who wants yes, to go and have a bit of a laugh. Absolutely. Head over there and listen to that. So we've got another week until there's a new episode, right? Oh, I think so, yes. We've, yeah. got, we've got about five banked up there now, ready to go. So and There's 30-something um, episodes sitting there in the can waiting to be listened to. Yeah, and, and we've, had, we've had 32 episodes, I think it is, and we've had 75,000 downloads. We are so proud. Oh, get Yay. it, girls. Yeah, yeah. So such a great show. Check out Anne and Renata's Facebook at Renata Fully Good. And Anne and Renata also featured on Bianca Bianchi's documentary, between on channel seven yeah, uh, it's amazing i really enjoyed that mm. oh we don't have the tag sorry i was oh and these bitches oh, i did the dirty ad i'm <laughs> I, sorry I was on at the last minute so That's yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah so um luke as luke was saying we did an interview with bianca biassi uh, and we're gonna air it next week right luke <laughs> yes Yes. yes. So if you'd, like, if you'd like to see Anne again, if you'd like to see Anne again, she appears in the interview. So yes. Anne's going to be basically gracing us again soon. Yeah. Same. Look, Brooke's got your back. Brooke's got your back. And all your tours and everything will be back online soon, hopefully. Oh, and look, Jodie's with you. Thank you, Jodie. Thank you, girls. Thank you for look. doing my job, girls. <laughs> Ladies are awesome. We know. <laughs> we know they're good. That's why we keep pestering them to be on our show. Right? I love it. Please, please come and play with us again. And, and we hope Renata's well soon. Yes, Renata, yeah. we're sending you love and healing vibes. Out love you, darling. Internet. Oh, Are we, we love you. We better. missed you. <laughs> She's probably asleep. That's all good. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us everyone we'll see you again next week on Uncensored Radio bye now I really think that this should be our new slogan. Thank you. <laughs> Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.